start to Sam saying, I'll be ready at four shop. <laughs> In fact, him saying, uh, what was it? Let's, let's actually find the message. Ready when you are, gang. Where? where? We, we are ready. And now lateness of Sam has meant that I've ended up in a conversation with Tom about his penis. And that is not a place that I should have ended up in. No. Hello and welcome to Sniff Up a Lip, the NFL podcast by Brits, with me, Ed Wilkins. Me, Emma Hebron. Me, Sam Wand. Me, Tom Chappell. Excellent. Lovely. How's it going, gang? Yeah. Not bad. I mean, I've had to listen to nothing but Edward for 16 minutes. Well, <laughs> we set this oh, yeah. up. Yeah, better late than never. I, I love in the beard, dude. Thanks. How, uh, I mean, how is your leg? For listeners, Sam fell out of a pub and fucked up his leg royally. Well, I fell in... Oh, I mean, the nail polish looks really good, but... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful shade of fuchsia. Yeah, I mean... In retrospect, like, I was kind of looking for, I'm a big fan of, like, pastel colours more, and Hannah doesn't really have any of those in her repertoire. So, you know, yeah. you take what you can get, but... It's short I've only managed to paint three nails, though, because you can't, like, get to the other two under the boot. Yeah. What did Ed just spill? No, he's moving the mic thing, which means it's <laughs> scraping along the table. I'm and as trying... someone who's now edited the pod, you know how much of a nightmare that will be. Ooh. Also, has he, has he edited the pod or has he edited most of the pod? Most is generous. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I, think, I think he's now realizing when like we had week one and I was like, okay, like you told me though that you want it out by Sunday and you're recording it on Friday. So just please don't was like... giving you deadlines. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I want it out Sunday. And I was like, okay, but you know, it's you're only recording it Friday. So please make sure that it's like not longer than an hour if you want. Anyway. He gives it to me. It's an hour and 45 minutes. It took me all day. But I got it done in four hours. Yeah? I think you now understand Hot how shit. much of a fucking machine that makes me. Oh, I've never... Editing because he's been editing a two-hour podcast for how many days? About three. Mm, again. When did we last record? A long while. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we can... I mean, it's unorthodox, but I'm going for it. It's been five days, actually. It's unorthodox, <laughs> but I'm going for it. Unorthodox in the fact that it's now late, because the week three games that we talked about have already happened. I just want to do some podcasting. I don't so, want to be berated. Okay. don't want to be chided. So, don't want so to be belittled. four hours. <laughs> Let's call it five generously. So it's yeah. taken you five days thus far. Let's call that an even, like, 120. Yeah. Oh, so well, by the way, my five be... hours factors in all the mastering work, which I've done for Ed this time. Ooh. Okay, so <laughs> let's say conservatively, your podcast that you've edited should be at least five times better yeah. if we can measure that, you know, objectively. I put, which I think we can. I put music spikes. Oh in, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, are my are my episodes without musical spikes? Oh no no no. Are they without random demands? Where halfway Tom goes, Emma, I'm gonna need you to find some bird calls, and then I just scurry <laughs> off. <laughs> Right, this podcast this week, <laughs> week three. If I can, if I can move to week three. The the no uh... no. <laughs> Don't you have to finish week two before you move to week three? 
I will end this Zoom call. Does this, does this podcast move in a linear fashion? Apparently not anymore. No, we've, we've subverted the normal order. Yeah. yeah. Time isn't a straight line. No, time this is, is a an intellectual circle. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Mm. I mean, this the intellectuals is... of Tom and, Sa- uh, Tom and Ed now are outnumbered <laughs> <laughs> by me and you. Thank you for correcting that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean you. Tom and Sa- uh, <laughs> no. Oh wait, no, definitely not, Sam. Hey, if I'm if I'm left out of that with you, I'm in good company. Aww. Yeah. I, d- I mean, if this was a vet podcast, we'd all oh, look like chumps in comparison to you. If this was a podcast about, I don't know, baking, I'm down. Like, I'm there. But it's an NFL Can we have podcast. A, like, have you been watching Bake Off? Yeah. yeah. Have I? Yes. Okay. It's Tuesday. Well, it's my favourite day of the week. How how do you think week one was? I haven't watched the Showstopper yet. Okay. So, the Showstopper is... I know that someone made a cake of Tom DeLonge. Yeah. It's... Which I'm a bit disappointed that that was okay. spoiled for me. So there are like showstoppers where they all have to make a, a person, like a famous person, out of cake. Yeah. The majority of them are horrific. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Luke like Nyong'o Nyong'o was a personal one highlight one. for Lep- us. Like Lapita, like the cake of Lapita still, <laughs> honestly, like still kills me to this day. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the fact that they just had to look at it and go, mm, yeah, it's great. It's Lapita-ish. It's it's, I wouldn't say. I'm not going to send you the picture because I don't want to spoil it, but I would recommend that you watch it as soon as is humanly possible. Mm -hmm. Is that another Stroop waffle? You know it, baby. (laughs) I mean, I had my coffee, um, so I need to kind of come down off that high. Uh (laughs) Ah, right. And you say you're going to come down off that high with caramel. Yeah. I'm going to mute my mic while I eat the Stroop waffle to minimise embarrassment. Samuel, (laughs) caramel come down Longdon. Oh, in in, in, in one bite. I like that you muted the mic to, to just yeah. prevent embarrassment, but did not shut off the video camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's one inch from his face. Yeah, have you ever watched a, like a doc- an animal documentary where like a snake detaches yeah. its jaw? And like eats a whole mouth. Oh God, that's an yeah. intense death. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of, yeah, it looked like, yeah, I mean, we witnessed the animal kingdom right there. That man right there in front of you is going to officiate our Oh, wait, ceremony. I didn't mute it. No, you didn't. Ah. All, we, all we got okay. was... <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Yeah. He, he is going to marry us to each other wait, in a Ed, ceremony. Try yeah. and edit that out. Don't <laughs> just piss off. <laughs> Equally, I'm, I'm very stationary for the time being, so if you want to offload some of that burden to me. We'll, we will see. We shall see. But for now, I would like to start week three. Is that okay? Yeah, but just Hot one dog. more thing. There is a David Attenborough cake <laughs> and a Louis Theroux cake. Hot dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These people these people have their heroes in check. My personal Treasures worst the is uh, the Bob Marley cake from Linda. Oh, God. Yeah, because she clearly... I can't like, imagine that going on. She off. is a 50-something-year-old white woman who proclaims that Bob Marley is her personal hero because he said, um, he said, don't worry, be happy. That's, that's sort of like my philosophy in general as well. So, you know... <laughs> And we were just I like, like, oh, if I don't you're feel a white like person, Linda really like understands yeah. the significance of Bob Marley at all. Yeah, if you're a white person and you make like a cake of a black person, I don't think there's a way that that can't be racist. Well, uh, you'll be pleased to know that the entire cake was tie dye, and he had absolutely no facial features. <laughs> 
It's the only way to do it. Okay. <laughs> That's how she I'm, got around it. I have a little more respect for her. You have a little bit more respect <laughs> for Linda now. Anyway, yeah. now uh, mine and Sam's new segment, Bake Off Rundown, is complete. We can continue with the football. Okay. Whoa, are you both are you both holding weird metal water bottles? Uh, Save the yeah. environment. I can't carry glasses of water through to my leg chair now. So oh. this is the way it has to be. That's true. I um, can never do that. <laughs> no. Um, I also have a sippy cup that I've been keeping my beard. <laughs> it has oh. a straw and snowmen on it. I really appreciate your priorities. Yeah. And the way that you have accosted children's things intended for children for your they own... Don't, they don't need it. The only reason they need sippy cups is because of like poor hand-eye coordination. I need it because of a medical issue. <laughs> Caused by poor hand-eye coordination right. as you fell downstairs. Please, can we talk about sports? <laughs> Please. Okay. <laughs> oh, I knew, I knew this was... I knew you it was said, like yes, I'll do a pod with Emma and Sam. What did you yeah. expect? Okay. I, come, I come back sure. in the dead of night and record it myself. <laughs> <laughs> with voices. Let's jump straight in. Ed, how does it feel to be a Vikings fan after week three? Um, it feels, it feels, to be honest, it feels better to be a Vikings fan in week three than it does to feel, be a Vikings fan. Oh, wacka wacka. Ah, ah, Willie, wacky Vikings. Um, it feels good. It feels better to be a Vikings fan in week three than in week two, because they, they showed a lot of excitement in week three. They showed enough to make me think this team isn't going to go 0-16. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was certainly like more encouraging than the first two weeks. It feels like the machine is kind of whirring and clunking yeah, back yeah. to some kind of life. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it was for me as, as well. It felt like because we weren't heavily chasing the game, they could sort of do their own thing, like rely on the run game a little bit more, which paid off because Dalvin had a monster game. Oh. Justin Jefferson had a monster game. Like it's It was close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, oh, yeah. you could have won. Yeah, which it's is not... more than we could have said the other weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but it was. Um, They're starting to look like a more competitive team. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's not good news for Daniil Hunter because it's been revealed he has a herniated disc in his neck and could be out um... long term. Mm. But every everything was slightly better, including Cousins. I mean, he had another pick that was uh, just a rookie miscommunication with Justin Jefferson. I think he, he Jefferson kind of ran the wrong route. But I think other than that, though, Cousins played really well. Um, other than that weird, is that what you're talking about? Like the weird kickoff that was immediately returned the Titans because he fucked up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um and the Titans played well. I mean, Henry had uh, his way with our interior O line. Uh, sorry, our interior D line. Mm-hmm. But it it was um yeah, it's certainly better. Yeah. Like we're not on yeah. bad O and three anymore. Sam, your mm. camera has gone. Yeah, it does that whenever I go to my notes or to look at like upcoming fixtures or such. Oh, okay. I see. Well, so I would if like that ever happens. Yeah, you know that he's you know that he's really sort of going for it. Yeah, you know I'm like deep in the paint. What's the, gone? The the ah. Oh. I was actually wanting to start this podcast off, although it's too late now. Did you <laughs> did you watch Ravens Chiefs? Have you are you caught up on that game? Yes. Stuff? Yes. What a game. Oh, what it, an it offensive was a, display. It was a fucking clinic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it really was. It's like what we would have, what we want to watch. Well, we don't want to watch blowouts, but... I, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have loved for it to be a bit more competitive. Hmm. But, but they showed why they won the Super Bowl. Oh, God. 
yeah, it was it was Mahomes at his Mahomesiest. It was Andy Reid at his Andy Reidiest. Mm-hmm. Like some of those play calls, <laughs> you know, the one where Mahomes is split out wide, and it's sort of like a potential. Have you seen that play? They've got Mahomes split out wide as a wide receiver, and then the I watched uh, the whole game. Yeah, but. <laughs> The running, the running back takes the snap, pitches it to Mahomes, who then launches it in classic Mahomes. Oh, fashion. yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, week, week one Mahomes against the Texans, we were kind of like, oh, it's a little bit more subdued. Still yeah. good, but just not quite. This was, like, full-on yeah. I am Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He broke the um, record that game for the fastest QB to reach 10,000 yards. That's not surprising. He probably could have done it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, he did it in 34 games. 34 in case games. anybody is interested, I am interested. Thank you. I know you yeah. are, but I was mainly asking Sam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing that, yeah, they, did, sorry, Sam. No, they 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 made the Ravens secondary look completely inadequate. Yeah, which was, I mean, the the Ravens defense has been a bit inconsistent to a degree, but that this was astonishing. Well, yeah. not really when you consider the Chiefs and. But how it they've is been playing like, and how they played at the end yeah. of last year. It yeah. is weird though, isn't it? Like, um, good teams make other good teams look shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you watch that yeah. and you think, like, how how did the Ravens beat anyone? Like, mm-hmm. he's just made them yeah. look like garbage. But then if they played anybody else, they would just be on fire. But they just got yeah. completely dominated. Because, I mean, the Ravens yeah. are such a fun team on offense to watch as well. Yeah. The Ravens yeah. blitz so often that that was fun in itself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it, it was, yeah. The only, if the Ravens had got a few more points... I'd have been like, that is in the top five games I've ever seen. I mean, as it was, it was so high up there just because I... Mm. Just in terms of like pure talent on yeah. the field at one time. Pure it ta- was so exciting. Pure talent. But then also Andy Reid, without a doubt, some of his play calls, some of the things he asks Mahomes to do is pure wizardry. Yeah. But then and some of that's like because Mahomes can. Mahomes is a wizard. Yeah. You wouldn't ask like he well, wouldn't yeah, ask somebody that wasn't Patrick Mahomes to do that. No. I think the yeah. final thing I have to say about this game is that it turned Sam's sort of fantasy blowout of me this week into a uh, into a really really tight competition. Well, that was more because of Deontay Johnson's unfortunate exit. I think. Also, didn't you have a player on the bench that got like twenty points and you didn't use him? Uh, I, I usually have a couple. Yeah, I, I've, I've usually <laughs> got one. Lasting. Yeah, Deontay Johnson got point nine points, so Sam was. Yeah. <laughs> if he'd have stayed on the field for the whole game, I would have lost. Yeah. I won. I beat Theo. I won in all yeah. my fantasy leagues, but I beat Theo by like nine and a half points. <laughs> That's good. That yeah, puts that me in good. good stead because next week, Sam, me and Big you. Big dog's coming to town. Yeah. <laughs> it's me and you. I'm, Apparently I'm away, very... but I don't really know what that means in terms of fantasy. Yeah. I feel very confident for next week. I think yeah. I've kind of hit my stride with this whole thing. I've, well, I've switched out some We are projected to um, be within 0.3 of each other. Mm. <laughs> so it's going to be a nail-biter. Yes. Um, Shall we move on to another game? Which, um, has anyone got anything that they want to discuss pressingly? I can feel, to my immediate right, someone almost bouncing in their chair. <laughs> Come on. When was the last... I c- literally cannot remember the last time yeah. we were owing anything, except in a bad way. <laughs> let's, let's have an enthusiastic Bears chat. Ding dong, the Mitch is dead. <laughs> No, that was way too <laughs> long. Like, that was way too hot. Just say it like you said it before. <laughs> Ding dong, the Mitch is dead. 
okay. yeah um so the first half was causing okay. me causing me somewhat intense physical pain um every mm. time my defense came out i was like yes that's how we do yeah you're only gonna get field goals or yeah when you get a touchdown you're not gonna convert it you fuckers yeah um and i was super happy and then our offense would come out and it was like just a damp towel and like nothing would happen or like we'd get some we'd make some catches but we wouldn't really get anywhere up the field and then we'd get a settle for a field goal or punt it and i was just kind of like we've held them to so few points we should like if we had a semi-decent offense we could get there and that was exactly the problem that I had last year where I thought we don't we don't need Patrick Mahomes like I know everybody says oh you could have had Patrick Mahomes we don't need somebody that good we literally with our level of defense just need a guy who can just consistently make it up the field at a reasonable pace that's what we need yeah (laughs) and that's who Nick Foles is I mean it's it's written for Nick Holmes, Nick Foles to be perfect for this offense because it's sort yeah. of like it's reliant on quick decisions, getting the ball out fast, run pass options. I mean, that is Nick Foles yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah, and it's sh- like it showed. I was so, so happy when they brought him out because they let it go so long last year before they brought out Chase Daniels. And well, then Mitch this got injured. Year, That's why they brought Daniel out. Yeah. Um, but then this year when, when they gave Mitch the starting job, I thought, oh, he we go again they're they're not actually gonna do this they just they just want to freak him out they're just like doing that thing where you tell a kid you're gonna punish them but you don't actually follow through like that's the problem we're gonna have (laughs) and so when they just like they randomly scam it straight yeah, yeah, it was just like randomly like two and six or something. Yeah, it was, second it wasn't, and six. It wasn't like at the start of a drive. No, they just brought Nick Foles up, yeah. and Ed was like, "Why have they done it now?" And I was like, "Because <laughs> no time like the present, right?" Yeah. And they just brought him out, and everything was better. I mean, he threw three touchdown passes in four minutes. It should have been five total. I mean, there were there were five like, legitimate TDs thrown in that game. Yeah. by Nick Foles. I mean, like, yeah. and that to me, like, even when some of them were disallowed. That still brings me so much joy because mm. Mitch wouldn't have even got the ball there. He, yeah, Mitch wouldn't, wouldn't have been brave enough to throw that no. up for his receivers. He threw like a 60-yard pass and was it Anthony Miller caught it? The one that was described yeah. as an interception. Anthony Miller caught it and it was they t- overturned it um, yeah, as a touchback. A- but it was still so nice to see a quarterback in a Bears uniform throw something for more than three yards. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. what's happening? We're going to get up the field now? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm here. But I, I, have a, I think the happiest man in Chicago right now is the punter. Did you know that Chicago punted... <laughs> Chicago punted more than any other team in the 2010s, the whole yes, decade. Because we really? haven't had yeah. a decent quarterback, and that poor, poor well, man, yeah. like, he's got one leg four times bigger than the other because he's just swinging it about all the time. Pat O'Donnell, the man with the alabaster leg. <laughs> Pat O'Donnell is a fucking dreamboat. Do not diss on Pat. Um, but yeah, I was happy. Um, I mean, I don't really, I, it might not happen. But we are in with a shot of going six and zero because our upcoming games are the Colts, I... the Bucks, and the Panthers. And while there are some games that can go either like, way, I, think... I do not have much faith in the Bears to to go for that kind of record. Yeah. Um, well, I think the Lions have been. I think that like week one of this 
season is fairly easy to dismiss in terms of kind of taking anything really meaningful about the teams or their form away from it. But week two, you had the Giants that are barely a football team. I think in a way you were kind of lucky to get through this one. The Falcons like marched up and down the field fairly consistently for the first three quarters. Yeah, until we had and Nick. I think, yeah. But they didn't but score a like, single thing for a ho- like from when we had Nick to the end of the game. They didn't score. Yeah, yeah. he it, threw some plays that I think should have been. There was one, I think it was late in the third quarter. I can't remember who he threw to, but there were three Falcons players covering him and it absolutely should have been an interception. Mm. Like by anyone's standards. He threw but, some dicey. Uh, but I, I, I think I can speak for Emmett in saying this is that for Mitch that would have probably been a check down to Tariq Cohen and Tariq Cohen <laughs> would have got like negative one yard on it or something like I'm yeah, yeah. I mean if, yeah if it's someone that is you know confident enough to make to those throw the ball to both sides of the pitch yeah that yeah distance is greater than 25 yards mm-hmm. that's exciting. oh yeah I'd certainly <laughs> I I understand your your well yeah confidence and your enthusiasm now that you know have they said that he's starting next week? Yeah, he's been... the official starter now. Yeah, I'd I'd be far, far more enthusiastic about the best. Mm. Kind of I think best. it's like, I know that we might not go 6-0, but the mere fact that we could... It's, it's enough to make you as excited like, as a fan. Yeah, like the Panthers oh, yeah, is winnable. Yeah. The Colts, like what, whatever the likelihood you might think, yeah. I don't see the Colts as any more or less winnable than like the Lions or Falcons. Oh yeah, I think there's like, like against the Colts will be very interesting because yeah I don't think I feel like the Colts Foles are slightly is more like organized a couple of degrees away from a Philip Rivers kind of mm. they they both definitely have that dare I say it, like a gunslinger mentality like they're both gonna throw it all day yeah they're both yeah. gonna like it's just the Folds is a bit more alive yeah. But like I think like uh, we don't need an offense that's insanely good. But that's just that, like, we don't. Because if we can hold teams to getting fewer points, then we don't need to be able to score 40. All right, let's cut this. Let's cut this conversation now. (laughs) Let's move on to another game. Well, we're not, do you not want to say anything about the Falcons? Oh, the Falcons. Falcons did. (laughs) Once again, Uh, they've gone in the normal. Yeah, what is it? Two 15 point leads in. Yeah. Is it two weeks? Yeah. Or was that the first game? Yeah, two, two weeks. Po- it's been a long time since the Falcons were relevant. Yeah. Mm. I don't think just, since like, since the sort of third quarter of their Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's like, not, none of it been... is on Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan is incredible. He's my quarterback yeah, on fantasy. Yeah, he's it. Yeah. It's not his fault. No. Yeah, like Blair just... was saying to me, so in the last bit where they had to get like, they, they would have had to score a touchdown, they'd have had to get all the way yeah. up the pit and... Blair was saying that no, they can't, they can't do it. And we were like, well, Matt, Matt Ryan could do it. He's left him I mean, alone. Yeah. Matt Ryan has the skills to be able to get a touchdown in a minute and a half, but the rest of the Falcons don't. <laughs> Not without Julio. <laughs> no. Any, anyway, where shall we go to next? Do you want to go um, to Jacksonville? Did we discuss Jacksonville? I can't remember. Um, I think no. we did discuss Jags Dolphins. No, we didn't discuss no, Jags we didn't. Dolphins. It hasn't happened. No. It's the return of Fitz Magic. Yeah. Which I was, <laughs> I'll take the lead on this one, guys. <laughs> I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, there are there are very, very few 
quarterbacks that I enjoy watching more than Ryan Fitzpatrick because every every single snap is some sort of wild emotional fever dream. Is he is he gonna launch it? Is he just gonna launch it into space? Is he gonna tuck it and run on his like thirty six year old legs? Like he's just he's just so exciting to watch. At that age as well, to be making the, to be like confident in his running game as he is. Yeah. He he has like a nothing left to lose look about him. (laughs) And just these like manic eyes that you just think, you know what, dude? Like, yeah, Yeah. he is. He is a man on the edge. He he doesn't even have like the dolphins are barely an organization at this point. Like he can do whatever he wants. But this is (laughs) that's the best place for him to be. Yeah, exactly. He works best. He has to walk the line between, you yeah. know, greatness and irrelevance. He every he works day. best at yeah. the very the top of the, the roller coaster right mm-hmm. before it goes down. That's his peak <laughs> right there. And on the other hand, on the other side of the pitch, I mean, I don't think Minshew had a bad game either. The man with no. the magic mustache. I think that yeah, if they could protect him then Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the other fifty two jacks could uh, get it together. Yeah, that would be all right. is still <laughs> I think on offensive side, James Robinson. I thought he looked great. They've got an absolute steal with James Robinson. And you have on fantasy, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's a tough guy, like breaking a few tackles. Mm. Yeah. And receptions, decent after the catch. You can tell he, he plays, he's one of those players who plays with a chip on his shoulder because he was undrafted. And you know exactly the type I'm talking about, the sort of the Philip Lindsay, Austin Eckler, Adam Thielen type where they, because they're undrafted, there's this almost a sense of it motivates them to prove that the scouts were wrong. The, the 31 teams that didn't draft them were wrong. Mm. But also they, the, I feel like those players are more grateful. Yeah. There's a sense of humility to those players. Yeah. As well. Like they, the three I've just described are three of my favorite in the game for, for good reason. I mean, in Thielen's case, could a chip on his shoulder, well, could, chip on his shoulder not be confused because it could just be him carrying Kurt on his shoulders for the entire <laughs> The sheer weight that yeah. is true. In of his... $81 million. <laughs> carrying yeah. Kirk in his he looks like he's got a safe hockey swagger. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's because he's dragging Kirk Cousins behind him. Right, okay. So in the end, the, um, the Dolphins won which surprised all of us except Beth. Although, to be honest, I think it even surprised her as a Dolphins well, fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, yeah, you never know. As a Dolphins fan, you never know which Dolphins are going to show up. Well, mm. I think the exciting thing is that with the Jags, you never know which Jags are going to show up either. Well, so yeah. when those two teams play each other, we don't know. We don't yeah. know. From no. quarter to quarter, who are you going to be, guys? A snap with 22 Florida men on the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. I'm, I'm still kind of very encouraged by Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he's looking less too. and less. Well, not even less and less. I think he's kind of cemented, <laughs> cemented himself as kind of not a novelty rookie. Yeah, yeah. He's, like I think he's gonna stay in the game for quite a long time. Yeah, he's gaining some uh, consistency. Yeah, he he's a very very fun player to watch. He sort of I yeah. think I was saying this. He has no traits that you'd consider oh, There's nothing I don't like about Gardner Minshew. There's nothing yeah. that he doesn't do. In win. the same way, I have a lot of things that I don't like about Sam Darnold. It's win. Mm. He doesn't win. He doesn't win. <laughs> often, but how much is that on? It's not really on Gardner Minshew, is it? That's on well, the other fifty-two like, Jags. I think a lot of other rookie quarterbacks in the league would be faring a lot worse in that Jacksonville team because Gardner Minshew yeah. is very frisky in the pocket <laughs> yeah. 
which you have to be with that O line. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think like he buys himself more time. He darts in and out. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky great, would like... have been murdered by now. Honestly, <laughs> he's attending his funeral I was, I was service. Thinking... I mean, again, the, this podcast knows my views on Sam Darnold, but imagine Sam Darnold behind that line. I mean, I suppose well, we're I mean, we are seeing that for the Jets, aren't we? But like, couldn't, can anyone yeah. say how good or bad Sam Darnold is? He'd have he'd been schooled by the Dolphins. I yeah, is does that was that a little bit of an attempt at a pun? Uh. Wait, <laughs> dolphins like travel in like... schools, guys. Get it. I'm gonna. I might even ask whoever's editing this to put crickets in that. <laughs> it's you. You're editing it. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> not this time. Edward, um, you've done less said, than can one. Someone just do like yeah. Can someone just do like a quick five minute audio tutorial as to how to do so? I'd like to point out that I edited this pod for a year silently. Yeah. Only yeah. when Tom edited oh, yeah. it did we start discussing how much of a fucking nightmare it is. You've not even done one yet. Why are we back onto this? <laughs> Can we, can we publicly thank Emma every episode? Thank you, Emma. Thanks, guys. Emma's Corner. <laughs> Emma, well done. Can I pick what we talk about in Emma's Corner? No. Well, maybe it's maybe it's not as much a corner as kind of a central pillar. Like a post-it note. A yeah, pedestal. holding the podcast up. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. That's really nice. You're the twine yeah, that keeps like, this bundle of sticks yeah. together. <laughs> it's like a big marble pedestal, and on the top is a bust of all our faces kind of mushed together. No, Ooh, I know creepy. exactly what it is. It's like we're like a Mount Rushmore, and Emma's like the highest mm. face on the mountain. No. And then the other three are like. <laughs> I don't, I don't really want anything to do with Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Immortalized in stone. <laughs> Racism, immortalized in stone. It's <laughs> not really something I want to put my name to. Okay. I'd much rather that we were like, I don't know, like fish in a little yeah. tank. At we least, are, we yeah, are at least our podcast it. isn't racist. No. That, that's true. No, we like people of all ethnicities. Although we are all white people. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I suppose this is a very sort of white dominated maybe the, podcast. Yeah. Maybe we the gonna, less time spent on this subject, the best. I mean, like I'm a disabled woman, so I'm holding up my end. But frankly, we'd have uh, to let one of you three go because we needed to. We need. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm balding. Are looking good for That's balding. For being white and bald. Being a white balding man just means that you're going to be a CEO or oh, something. Oh yeah. It's not a I negative. I feel like that makes you even more primed for yeah. for a drop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Sam's temporarily disabled because he's hurt his leg. Tom's Italian. Yeah. Tom has. Tom has Italian family. <laughs> Right. Anyway, I've never we looked at someone and thought they were less Italian. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, come on. We we Next. we need to hurry this bitch up. All right? Browns, Washington. Browns, Washington. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Say on one succinct thing. Dwayne Haskins is not very good. Correct. He's <laughs> he, not only is he not very good, he's also boring. Yeah, that is that's <laughs> that's what we established. <laughs> and I am going to talk about someone else here, but I remember I was watching James. Uh, sorry, I was watching Dwayne Haskins, and in my head, I had this sudden realization of. And it was it was strange. It was crystallizing. I had An this epiphany. moment. Yeah, I had this epiphany. Did a wolf howl? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I had I had this epiphany as the ball was turned over, and I was just like, I miss Jameis. 
<laughs> yes, of course. I miss Jameis so much. Yes, because he was exciting. Yeah, there's What's nothing. What's going to happen? We don't know. There's nothing exciting about Haskins. No. Unless unless yeah. he changes very quickly, he's just another sort of statuesque pocket passer in a league that has these like sort of gazelles leaping around from I mean, the center. I get it from like from the perspective of somebody just watching the NFL. You want someone to either be so good they're exciting or so bad. Mm-hmm. Or like, so charismatic so like, like Gardner Yeah, like so like, but no, but Gardner Mitchell's <laughs> like when I say so bad I mean like bad in like a fun way. Like I've got nothing less to lose. I'm gonna try everything like fits magic. Yeah. Right? That's you want one or the other. Now as the fan like a of cornered a team animal. That, yeah. That currently just has like a like, rat in a trap. Exactly, a cornered animal. That's what we're going for. As a fan of a team who's just got like a consistent guy that's probably not very exciting for anybody else, I do understand the need for the consistent fella. I mean, because to me it's exciting because I'm like, oh yeah, we've got a chance, but it's probably not the most exciting to watch. Um, but that's how, yeah, Dwayne is like, he is both bad and dull. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> th- he has no, there's no redeeming co- quality whatsoever. You're just like watching yeah. him fumble and you're like, okay. He is the sort of football equivalent of Cheddar. No, even Cheddar's more exciting. It's Dairy Lee. <laughs> Actually, no, Dairy Lee's in Fun Triangles. Dairy Lee is Jameis. No, Jameis. It's bad cheese, but it's in a fun triangle, so we all like it. No. It's got a picture of a cow if, on it. If, if Dwayne fun. Haskins is Cheddar, then Jameis is like Lobster Thermidor. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, what I, was, what I would say about the Browns is that two headed Russian attack looks vicious. Nick Chubb and I don't think, I mean, does it look vicious or does it look vicious because it was against the Washington football team? Well, I mean, the the Washington's strongest element is the D-line and they Mm. just cut through them. That's true. I don't, don't, I'm not really rating the Browns that highly this year though. I know. They have a few weeks coming up where I think, again, the running game could wreak quite a bit of havoc. Yeah. Mm. Until they get to the Steelers. The other thing about the Browns is they don't really have a strong um, personality on defense. Like they don't really have, like they have Miles Garrett and they have like some good pieces, but they don't have anything that makes me go, that's the Browns defense. No. Yeah. They don't have any, yeah, I guess personality. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Giants 49ers? It's going to be painful. I have a lot. But not in a, not in a surprising way. I don't think anybody expected the Giants to win. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't really a lot encouraging about this. I guess if you were really... Yeah, I guess if you were really kind of scratching for it, like Daniel Jones seems a lot more kind of uh, mobile than I thought he'd be. Yeah, they were saying like Um, in the second quarter or something, the commentators were like, wow, Daniel Jones has rushed for like X amount of yards. Of course he has. He's not got (laughs) anyone. (laughs) He's the only person there. He he does have this sort of like Manning-esque ability to just sort of keep getting up after he's been plowed into the turf again and again and again. Yeah. But yeah. he is, which I can respect. He he also, I don't know whether you saw this graphic, Sam, but that was the fourth game in a row where he'd had more than two turnovers in a game. That's not a good side of Daniel Jones. No. Yeah. I mean, but then was, by the, the same like... token, the rest of the team are kind of shit. Mm-hmm, so, like, yeah. how much of that is him, and how much of that is the other players? He fumbled the ball more than any other quarterback last year. That is true. Yeah, and he's still throwing like silly picks. And yeah. there was one late in the second quarter that was that shouldn't have happened. I mean, I yeah. think Evan Engram should have done a bit better getting mm-hmm. to it, but still, 
mistakes that you can't really afford to be making on a, a team as inconsistent as this. Are there any, what about on um, on defense? Were there any any players at all on that Giants defense that you like, Sam? Um, not really. Again, it it felt like it felt like kind of like the Chiefs Ravens game in that it our secondary was abhorrently bad. Yeah, but... there aren't many comparisons between this yeah. game and the I Chiefs think... and Ravens game. No. no. It's kind of a dichotomy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel I'd feel fairly encouraged if I was a, a 49ers fan. Well, yeah, I mean, the, Mullins, their B team can beat. Uh... Mullins looked good. He looked all well, right. Well, just in the you know Mullins seem to kind of keep them ticking and. Mm. I you mean, know. if you you know, if I've they been can... saying it for two seasons at this point, I much prefer Mullins to Garoppolo. Well, I would say that you know almost long... as long as you can like throw a ball and not fumble it too much, I don't think it really matters who you are in San Francisco. No, you're going to have receivers schemed open. You're going to rely yeah. heavily yeah. on the run game. They turned Jimmy Garoppolo, who is average at best into a Super Bowl mm. contending QB. So I don't see why they can't do the same thing with Mullins. He looked just as good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, do we know? Do we know how long Jimmy's out for? Uh, I don't think... It's not a bad injury, but I think it's a couple more weeks. Yeah, okay. Can I start calling him the Gap? I don't know why. <laughs> Jimmy the Gap Garoppolo. Yeah. Well, no, see, I've always thought that Jimmy Garoppolo needs a sort of, like, mafia nickname. Like, Jimmy the Legs. <laughs> 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 it's Jimmy the Legs Garoppolo. <laughs> I mean, he, I feel like he doesn't have too much of a personality to ascribe a good nickname to. No, I'm, it's it's on name alone. Oh yeah, if you if someone said to me, oh, there's a, there's an NFL quarterback and he's called Jimmy Garoppolo, I'd assume that he was like, I'd assume that he was Gardner Minshew. If you showed me like two pictures and two names, mm. I would say but that's Gardner Jimmy Garoppolo. Min- what? So like Gardner Minshew the third? Yeah. If you if make you like, think Tash. Well, it just that's a weird his name. name. His name makes him seem far more interesting than he is. That I will give you that. It's yeah. Wasted on him. I think his surname does. His first name shows you who he actually is because he chose Jimmy. It could have been James Garoppolo, is that what you're saying? He chose that name. <laughs> and the only people that choose to be called Jimmy are people who think, oh, this will make me jazzy. Mm. They're the same people that choose to wear peach shirts. I don't it's know not a, It's not jazzy. I'll tell you what. I don't know how his life would have been any different, but I know for damn sure I'd respect James Garoppolo more than Jim. Yeah. 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 But, but then... Even a confident Jim. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> James, James Garoppolo sounds like... I mean, he sounds like an unheard jazz legend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> James Garoppolo. No, he does. Sounds, he does. Like a, sounds like a sad insurance broker in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go for overweight taxi driver, but we'll, we'll go with yours. <laughs> yeah. Either way, he's killing himself at forty. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another, that story ends with a noose. Yeah. <laughs> we should move on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Patriots Raiders. Cam Newton's like looking like he fits in New New England. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't as easy for the Patriots as the scoreline suggests. I mean, they were level for a while until the Patriots pulled away. This game for me, though, this game for me was the fun of sort of Belichick versus Gruden. That was what it was for me. Literally the two sort of crabbiest men. (laughs) 
that football has ever seen. Just like sat opposite yeah. each other, like swiping it. What each was other. it that like got denied, <laughs> or like there was a, a contentious call or something? And at one point, like Bill Belichick just came like two feet out and just stood with his hands on his hips and like a mask, really weirdly placed <laughs> on his face, and like with, with his cut off. Yeah, and I've never <laughs> seen like an angrier man. <laughs> he was like, you could tell he was just thinking, if I stare you down, you'll give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, but to, in the effect, like we didn't think the Raiders would win. The majority of us predicted the Raiders. Sorry, we didn't think the Patriots yeah. would win. The the Patriots game is very very interesting because it's like this really really heavy power run system. It certainly plays to their strength. You know, the, <laughs> it's different, but I like it. <laughs> It's it's sort of yeah. It's it's just another it's just another proof that the Patriots are a cut above anyone else because they've been playing this one system with Brady for years, and then they pick up Cam Newton three weeks before the season starts, and he looks like he's been playing in that system for three years because of how well they're able to scheme an offense around him. It just points to the Patriots being more prepared, more capable, more evil than any other franchise. Yeah. If Patriots defense has always been great, if it can keep kind of even this season, it's not as good as it has done the past kind of three or four years, I guess. But if they can have an offense that keeps sticking over, and they always will, as long as they have a vaguely competent quarterback and Bill Belichick, like someone to kind of scheme that around. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not like kind of I'm still I still have mm. yet to believe that the dynasty is not over because they're not the same. No, I mean, I think that they're, they're always going to be kind of contenders. Mm. But, but like, they're, a, not, they're a... not the team we're talking about. They're not oh, there's exciting. A distinct... If you watch the, the Ravens on a good day or the Chiefs on a yeah. day and then you watch the Patriots, it seems a, a world away. Yeah, like the Patriots have gone from the pinnacle of what everyone aspires to be to yeah. middle of the road to like your dad picking up from school in socks and sandals. It's all right, but that's what they look like. They look like they're a supercuts haircut. Which is, they're just bang average now. I mean, as a team, they're bang average. I think what they've done to get bang average is amazing. Yes, but that is still well, yeah, what they are. Yeah. Shall we? Shall we go on? Yeah, uh, to a much more exciting game. Which one's this? Bills Rams. Oh, this game was Hooey. exciting. Yes, this was a humdinger. <laughs> um, I was re- like. I was really rooting for the Rams at the end of this because mm-hmm. to come back from like 21 to three to be winning is incredible. Yeah. It was, if they'd have won, it would have been something like third biggest comeback in NFL history if they'd come back to win. Mm. And they so nearly did. It was an incredibly exciting game as well because both teams were on it. I think that on the one hand, the Rams, that scheme was so brilliant. And for the mm. Bills, Josh Allen played like a man possessed that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that even though the Rams lost, if I was a Rams fan, I'd take a lot of positive from that. Mm. Because to be able to come back from that low, that far behind a team that we all rate as highly as the Bills and come back to be competitive, that's what you've got to be able to do if you're going to do well. I'd take a lot of positive from it. I wouldn't take a lot of positive from the first half, but the second I would. <laughs> I, yeah. I have some I have something I meant to say earlier, by the way. So you know the football team, mm-hmm. previously the racists. 
now what the fuck yeah <laughs> did, did you know that at one stage on their coaching staff they had all three of Kyle Shanahan Sean McVeigh and Matt LaFleur really two Super Bowl coaches and one guy who made a deep run into the playoffs in his first season and they, they had all of them shit. on the coaching staff at the same time and were still shit that's how but bad what Washington was, this? was it was a few years ago it was when Cousins was the QB and Sean McVeigh absolutely maximised him <laughs> One thing that I was going to say about the Washington Browns game that I forgot is that that was the first time in the NFL that they had women on the sidelines and oh, on the pitch teams. in the refs. Yeah. 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 I mean, it does suck that it's taken over a century to happen, but it's nice that it has now. <laughs> yes. Just be before we gloss stuff. over it <laughs> entirely, when it eventually happens and Cousins is no longer the starting QB for the Vikings, can we have kind of a post-mortem as to how it feels about it being a cousin's apologist for so long. What? What? I just wanted to get out before we move on. What is, what is, what honestly, what is wrong with Kirk Cousins? <laughs> other than, other than the fact that he is extremely white. Other than the fact that he has lost three games, fumbled consistently, thrown picks, thrown pick sixes, and made royal fuck-ups like still somehow managing to give the kickoff away to the other team. Other <laughs> than that, yeah, he's great and worth every penny of $81 million. Now, I, Mitch, I've, seen, I've watched Mitch fuck up for a lot of time, but I didn't have to pay $81 million to do yeah, so. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk is objectively better than Mitch. Like, that's not a conversation we need to have. Not yet. If... if the Vikings had Nick Foles as a backup QB. You'd be hooting and hollering. I don't think so. Some, and I mean, we've we've got Sean Mannion, so I hope he gets nowhere near the pitch. Let me make that clear. <laughs> but I don't. Kirk had a bad game in week two. In week one, he was perfectly fine. He threw some great deep passes to Adam Thielen. In week three. Kirk was great. He threw for like like 250 yards and in a team that also had 180 rush no over 200 rushing yards. Like that's not a bad performance under any stretch. There was there was a bad drive at the end and he threw a pick over a miscommunication. But other than that, Kirk is fine. I will tell you something though. While we're on the subject of quarterbacks and names, yeah. If you lined <laughs> all 32 quarterbacks up next to each other and then, like, had to say, assign names to them, you would assign Kirk Cousins to Kirk Cousins, wouldn't you? Yes, he's definitely a Kirk. Yeah. yeah. Equally, he looks like a cousin. He just, just, just looks like someone's cousin. Person. Yeah, <laughs> just a vaguely ambiguous kind of guy that may or may not. You might have seen him before, you know, maybe at a family function, but he's not memorable enough to, like, really stick in your mind. I'm not really sure that you, Sam, are really best placed to comment on the cookie-cutter nature of someone's quarterback. <laughs> I will not have any slander. Because basically what happened at, at is that the, 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 the scouts for the Giants just went to a police station and said, excuse me, can I get a sketch artist to just draw me Peyton Manning, please? Eli. <laughs> like, as, but as if, yeah, like, just draw me Eli Manning, please, but like as if he were sort of about 20 years younger. And they went, yeah. Draw me no Eli problem. Manning, but young. No problem, buddy. And so then they went off and they just like put it up next to people and eventually they found Daniel Jones. And it didn't matter that he didn't know how to hold the ball. They took him anyway. He's making plays with his legs now, which he won't in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what, if, if they hadn't released Eric Dungy... 
Oh. That would be the time. I miss Eric Dungy. Helmer Hits is a non-profit organisation on Facebook that is helping to further the culture of American football in the UK by contacting councils to get the sport into schools and by helping donate money to current teams so they can buy equipment and kits and anything that they might need. If you go onto their Facebook group, you can buy raffle tickets for £10 to win autographed jerseys and helmets, so get on it now. Have you pimped out your crutches yet? It's an important question. No, I have to give them back. I also had to give mine back. And I, I gave them back covered in fur and stickers. It's <laughs> 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 like, I'm sorry, I'm a 16-year-old girl. Did you think I'd give them back not covered in zebra print fur? <laughs> it's weird. You're, that's weird of you. <laughs> yeah, a weird assumption to make. Uh, next game is Steelers-Texans. Ah, well, Tom's going to record a segment on that. Tom's going to record a segment that we can insert here. Steelers-Texans week three report from uh, me. I thought that the Steelers played very well in this game. Um, Started out a little shaky. Deshaun Watson was sort of carving apart our secondary in the first half. It it was a defence that definitely had regressed slightly from last year um, and being burned occasionally by... Deshaun Watson doing Deshaun Watson things. But after the sort of pressure and pass rush was starting to get home and Deshaun Watson started taking a lot more hits, it it definitely showed from the defensive side of things exactly what unit we are, and that is ruthless. The offense, I thought, played pretty well. Um, James Conner had a better game than he has done all year so far. He was able to make good space. I think that, that was more on our O-line than anything though because uh, Chuck Rumer, Akurafor, Matt Filer, David DeCastro all had very good games, especially Matt Filer. He he came in two years ago as a right tackle and pretty much ever since that day he has been unbelievable um, as, an, as an O-lineman. So both in the run game and the pass game, he's he's been fantastic. It was nice to see Chucks getting out there as well. The passing game, again, slightly looked a little shaky, but again, Ben found his found his rhythm. I'd rather see Ben overthrow people because he's not used to timings and hasn't taken deep shots than throw bad short passes that are easily picked off like at least he's putting it away from everyone else um and that only happened sort of twice there was there was one third one where James Washington should have made the catch if he'd have if he'd have laid out for it it was a score on like a 55 yard pass from Ben um which he didn't end up laying out for and it fell incomplete so it was a little bit overthrown you'd like to see Ben putting it more into the basket really um, but Washington could have made the play. I actually thought that James Washington had, well, not one of his best, but he was, again, very solid in the past game. Um, he is quickly becoming sort of our most underappreciated wide receiver because everyone talks about Juju, Deontay, and now Chase Claypool, but James Washington has popped up on, on many of occasions with big plays. So as far as I'm concerned... Give James Washington some respect. From the Texans' perspective, 
not really much to talk about. Um, we knew that their straight, uh, their schedule was extremely strong. They have now fallen to 0 3. It's going to be an interesting battle for them now to overturn that. But I will say that the Texans, I think, still have some stuff that they could like from this game. Um, they, in the first half especially, were able to move the ball. Second half, it fell away. I'm not sure whether or not that's on them or whether or not it's because we made adjustments. Because at half time, the Steelers did make adjustments. Um, yeah, as uh, just a pretty standard, standard win really. It was nice to see the Steelers doing what Steelers fans have wanted from them for, for quite some time, making adjustments, making plays, coming back in games and, uh, Showing some might. So that's all I have to say about Steelers Texans. What are your thoughts? Man, Deshaun <laughs> Watson is good, isn't he? Deshaun Watson yeah. makes me happy. Yeah, he is exciting. He is exciting. And what's more, you can tell he's like a leader. Like Deshaun mm. Watson has that I am gonna grab this team by the scruff of the neck type mentality. And he yeah. elevates the players around him. But... I like him. It's just a shame about the rest of the Texans. Because they are yeah. missing, I mean, they're missing play certainly from the tight end. I mean, I yeah, there's no, nothing exciting about the Texans' rushing game or the tight ends. I mean, David Johnson flashed week one, but he's just been a sort of like an average guy mm. in the last two weeks. But saying all that, they were leading. Yeah, they yeah, could. they. Deshaun Watson looked amazing that first half. Mm. Yeah, and then it just kind of sputtered and the wheels came off a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm very excited for for next week's kind of dogfight. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> two O lines that can't protect versus two QBs that play very different styles? Um, <laughs> the yeah, the the Texans are a fun prospect. Like Texans come into town, you think, okay, they're, they're probably going to lose, but Deshaun Watson's going to light it up. Yeah, <sighs> pretty much what happened. Yeah. And, you know, the Steelers are this sort of... They're not juggernaut status yet, but they've proved themselves very, very difficult to beat with that defence and then mm-hmm. an offence that will keep ticking over. And as as much as I like James Conner as a human being, I think they need to upgrade at that position because he is yeah. he is a rumbler. Like, mm-hmm. he's not, he's not going <laughs> to run past anyone. Not explosive, yeah. No. <laughs> I think, like, I'm maybe more holding my breath for the... Steelers than you guys are. Well, not you guys. Sorry, I mean Tom. who's not here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just keep wait. I'm like, um, I wouldn't say I'm wait. I'm not um, waiting for something bad happening. Like sense that I think that something will. Something will. Um, I more just mean that like. How can they respond? Because something. It's a 16 game season. Something is going to go wrong, and how will they respond? That sort of. Yeah. 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 I think they've been good. They've not done the thing like... So the Chiefs played the Ravens, who are a good team, but they made them look bad. I haven't seen the Steelers make somebody look bad. They didn't make the Texans look bad. The Texans were winning at one mm-hmm. point. What I will say is this, that I think that D-line makes every O-line look bad. That's the thing that they... That's Pittsburgh's whole thing <laughs> right now, is making O-lines miserable. Like, they do do that. I don't think many teams have an easier schedule than the Steelers no, no. but that's like, why I think that 
If if they that's certainly going like to make the, the playoffs. Chiefs, or if they beaten if they beaten teams in the top ten, I wouldn't be saying that. I'd be saying you don't need I'd to be make them look bad. I'd be very interested to see them at the Ravens. I don't yeah. know if that's at Field. They'll do both. Yeah, we'll see it at. Oh yeah, they will. Yeah, the Ravens' nest also. But I yeah, if if they were playing teams in like the top half of the league and they were winning, then I wouldn't be asking that question. But if you're going to play teams like the Giants, no offence, uh, Sam, but if you're going to play that team and call yourself a top 10 team, then you better make them look shit. That's an astute that, point. That would be kind of my, that's my only sort of hesitancy. I would say that they are very good. I think that they're a very good team right now. Um, but um... my hesitancy to say that they're like absolutely amazing would be that, We've not seen them play, and you can't change I mean, yeah. your schedule, but you do play how you play against yeah those teams. Yeah, I guess it's whether that D line can still cause that same kind of trouble for much stronger like offenses. Yeah, that's kind and of my that offense can kind of keep ticking. Yeah. in answer to that. Mm. Yeah, mm. but that being said, they look very good. If I was Tom, I'd be happy, especially after last year. Like this is so much better yeah. <laughs> he's got so much more to be happy about they've got the makings of a team provided that the players they need to be healthy are healthy <laughs> yeah <laughs> they always a bit of a nice a football team. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have 53 players of various positions <laughs> <laughs> no i just mean like let's go to the next one. Ooh, emma i tell you what how about this what? before we go to the next one how about you plug your uh, twitch channel because i'm not because I got robbed with a fraud. Oh, yeah, that's true. No. All right, let's not do that. Shall I... <laughs> I... Okay, what? this is now... A... Instead of plugging my Twitch channel, I will now do this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, needed to buy a capture card in order to play... To stream me playing the Switch. Okay. You have to have this, like, capture card thing. And so I went yeah. on Facebook Marketplace and I found one... And I bought it, and then the person I bought it from immediately blocked me and removed the listing and just went, like, vanished. And then How much did you pay for it? It was only, like, 30 quid, but it's still 30 quid, 30 mm. quid. That's, that's an Indian takeaway right there. So you, I was not best pleased. So I've called, I've, like, reported it. Mark? I've called the bank. <laughs> tried to tell Mark, but frankly, he's not provided me with good means of communication. <laughs> Um, so I like called the bank and then the bank were like, luck has it, the person that robbed you is also with Barclays. <laughs> what are the odds? So because, What are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> so we're with the same bank and so they've been able to, they've like opened this investigation and they've been able to shut, to like block that bank account. Yeah. So that's positive. Whether I'll get the money back or not is a whole other story. A kettle of fish. Mm. Yes. Um, so I can't plug my Twitch channel because I don't have a capture card, so I can't stream my Switch. And I just want I just want to play Animal Crossing. That's all I want to do. I mean, you could download a DS emulator and play Animal Crossing Wild World. That's that's not what is that I'm the about. DS one? There's New Leaf. New it's Leaf. like the first one. Yeah. Um, I could play Sims on my computer. But it made me feel. It made me feel. Yeah, lately the computer is always in fucking use because somebody has taken five days <laughs> <laughs> and counting to edit the pot. Right, let's work on a game now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's game time. Yes, now it's game time. Uh, Chargers Panthers. Disappointing. Mm. For 
Everyone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Everyone involved. Justin Herbert, I think, was disappointing. I think that's yeah. what yeah. you talked about, isn't it? Yeah. He was. Um, it was also disappointing yeah, for I me just, because CMC wasn't there. More... Mm. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I expected a bit more kind of, you know, Vim. Was, and... Yeah. Mm. It might as well have been in black and white. It was that lacking. My, I think my only real takeaway from this game is I think that Teddy is absolutely a starting QB. Like he was. Oh yeah. He was good, and that's why they won. I think they yeah. literally just rode Teddy's shoulders and won it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I suppose that's the first time where I've seen Teddy play. Not as because I, I I love the guy, and I probably we've we've had this conversation before. But I this is a Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> appreciation podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I adore Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's an incredible human. But it, it was it, it was nice to see him smiling also and winning. Be, and... Yeah. Nice to see him smiling. <laughs> It is. We talked about the NFL more in terms of like, did this player experience joy on Sunday? Yeah. I, I'd be so about that. Can that be Emma's corner? Yeah. Who smiled this week? <laughs> smiles per game. Yeah. Disappointing smiles per yard for. <laughs> <laughs> Very few smiles per yard for Aaron Rodgers this week. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers doesn't smile even when he wins. No, just that like. Um, not Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, very smiley player. Yeah. Yeah. Greatly appreciate it, oh, yeah. Lamar. Delight mm-hmm. to watch. Delight to have in the classroom. <laughs> Some people used to say to me, like, when I was, like, really shit, but I was happy. She's a delight to have. Is yeah. she talented? No. Is she doing well at school? No. But she's, she's here and yeah. she's smiling. Her bones frequently dislocate, but her presence is enough to keep her in gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> God, I have horror stories of gymnastics. Like the time I nearly dislocated both shoulders at once trying to do a vault horse. Oh my God. <laughs> that was the day I called it quits. Yeah. Like it's not worth this. Sometimes when I'm up when I'm downstairs and Emma is upstairs like working, like sat in the office or on her bed, and she moves and I just hear one of her bones go. <laughs> and I'm like, what was that? And she's like, oh, it's just my, it's just my hip. <laughs> okay, yeah. just my bones. Just yeah. my bones. There was a there was a period kind of like after I got tall, but before I got like chunky and tall, where I did trampolining and gymnastics, like at school. Yeah. I feel like I really could have made headway in that. Some some sort of like lost talent. This is like Sam's reminiscence. Look at him looking in the distance. There's nothing there, <laughs> but he's staring at it. Like <laughs> staring into an empty fishbowl. At, at this point, in some alternate reality, there's like a Sam Longdon, like covered in like trampolining medals, looking into space, like thinking, <laughs> I could have been a veterinary nurse. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a champion gymnast, and I like, you know, DM'd all 32 NFL teams. What are the chances you think I'd get a place on the roster? A New York My team. My Georgia count. was a champion gymnast, like a trampolinist. That's what she did. So she was like a national trampolinist. She also dislocated. That's my friend that dislocated her ankle because she yeah. went to jump on a springboard and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Don't recommend that. Yeah. Um, She's the backup tight end for the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was a cheerleader for Kingston University 
when FA Obada played for their NFL team. Jeez. So, so you could have done that and then maybe that would have been like maybe one day they'd have gotten so desperate they'd have been like, I'm sorry, we just is anyone here able to hold a ball and throw it? And I mean, then that would have been Sam's in. I mean, Sam, I think I th- I genuinely think he, your size alone, Sam, means that you you would have an inside track to becoming an NFL player over, say, me. You'd be a little <laughs> kicker. Uh, yeah. Sam would, what would Sam be? Tight end oh, or a defensive yeah. end. Mm. Yeah. No, you're far, too, you're far too kind to be a defensive end. You, like, wouldn't want to rush the pass. Like, like, no, <laughs> I don't. I think he could, t- I think he could, like, turn it on, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like someone would, you know, like, when they do trash talk, they definitely insult his mother, and in no way is Sam taking that. Yeah, Jane's a saint. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> he would turn so fast. All right, then we need to move on and promptly. We do because this is getting uh, out of hand. So, yeah, cause see, because now you have to edit it. You understand. <laughs> I'm I'm the one who's like, oh, let's move on. You and Sam are the ones. That's, Ooh, let's talk about butterfly next. Yeah, I have to edit it for once. Cult jet. I mean, yeah. If I if I took a week to edit a podcast, I want to cut it down pretty quick too. So, <laughs> cults jet. <laughs> basically, the first act of the game was Sam Donald throwing a pick six, one of two that he would throw. There was one yeah. drive where he looked capable, and the rest. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to quantify how bad this Jets side is. You know whether it will improve. I don't know. It's dealing with its fair share of injuries. I mean, Lev Bell's on IR, but he wasn't doing anything beforehand. Adam Gase, I mean, we've said all we need to say on Adam Gase. Hmm. <laughs> Why is he not fired? Yeah, yeah, he's still around. <laughs> the Colts, I suppose the only thing to say about the Colts really is that the defence scored outscored the Jets. The defence outscored the Jets' offence. So clearly, yeah. clearly they're fine yeah. on both sides of the ball. They don't pull up any yeah. trees, but they're... They're not a bad unit. No, I mean, no. it's not like you can take much away from this game. No. This means nothing for both parties. Yeah, I was sort of looking at it thinking, oh, you know, we're going to play the Colts next week. And then I realised they're playing the Jets. What can I possibly learn from watching yeah, any yeah. team play the Jets? Which is, is yeah. such a shame. But... <laughs> I mean, you think about fan bases. You think about fan bases who have had to be more patient and put up with poor New York. Well, the whole city. Yeah, I mean both I mean <laughs> at least the Giants have two Super Bowls in the past turmoil. twenty years. Yeah. But other than the other than the Giants past two Super Bowls, I mean both the New York teams, they do just sort of flicker between disgraceful and mediocre and then back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mediocre's kind yeah. as well. I would say below yeah. average mm. and utter abomination. Hell to purgatory to hell to purgatory. I mean, Daniel Jones like goes to sleep at night and like dreams of like a seven and nine season. <laughs> yeah. He wakes up screaming Tennessee. I was <laughs> <laughs> just a piss. I'm, just, a I'm just taking a picture. We should all look happy so that Tom has something to post later on Instagram. Not that happy. You look like you belong in Whoville and it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Where are we now? Bengals, yeah. Eagles. Joe, what what a very hard to say. Game. Try saying that five times fast. Bengals, Eagles, Bengals, yeah. Because of good. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was sort of, it was, you know what? It was exactly what, had ha- what would happen if you put 
an eagle and a Bengal tiger in a ring together and made them fight. It'd just be so cagey and neither of them would really be into it. And it'd sort of... I don't think... Um, I mean, a draw was the perfect outcome here because neither of them deserved to win. I mean, Burrow deserved well, to win. Well, I mean... Burrow alone deserved I think to win. The Bengals, but the 52 like... other players did not. Yeah. I mean, well, like, I... imagine being the Eagles at this stage, like after the past c- couple of years that they've had, and being like, you know, I know, I was like limping to, to a draw against the Bengals. Like, li- like you, I was like, you won the Super Bowl like two Super Bowls ago. What, like, what is happening? I, I <laughs> and honestly... you won it with a lot of the players you've got right now. Like this quarterback was your Super Bowl I just don't quarterback. Know what happened to Carson Wentz? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, what he's not, happened? He, he's not looked good this season at all. I'm not, I'm not feeling like he he's going to be there much longer. I don't know. I think, I think they're going to have to draw the line somewhere. I, I wouldn't say I that. He's going to get, like, disappeared. I mean, I suppose, her, I suppose cool, they do have hurts. Philadelphia nice... fans are intense. That's true. That's true. Um, do you know that um, Joe Burrow has thrown more passes in his first three games than any rookie in NFL history? Yeah. I think he looks he, good. He does. He looks accurate and he looks like fun, fun. and creative. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's rushing. Mm-hmm. Go Joe. Protect him. Build a franchise. Yeah. yeah. But the biggest takeaway, honestly, that I had from this game was the pure cowardice at the end. If- <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't go for it. They yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. There's... What is it? There's 30 seconds left. It's 19. Like, yeah, you're on fourth <laughs> down. Go for it. And then when they punt it, which is cowardly, and then the, the fucking Eagles kneel on it. Like that's the Bengals. Sorry, the Bengals kneel on it. That's yeah. cowardly too. It was the most, it was the biggest display of two teams not wanting to win. And it made me so angry. Mm, they did, Yeah, they did seem to kind of just accept the draw. Neither team should be happy with that. No. I mean, I, like, I think that Joe Burrow is good. And I think that if I was, like, a Bengals fan, I'd be happy with that pick. And I'd be happy to have him as my quarterback. But they're going to need other players around him, not just Joe Mixon. Well, I mean... That are better. So, because otherwise, he's just going to... He's not going to be able to reach his full potential. He might even leave, just because it's far too painful to be constantly pummeled. I think, he's, I think he's either going to... I can't see them, you know, building a competitive team in the next no yeah i mean they've two, got to three, play the, the, uh, the steelers twice yeah and the ravens, ravens twice like, can you like just imagine poor defenseless joe burrow against those defenses yeah it like I'd, i i just hope he stays healthy and that he can see out you know maybe more of a rebuilding with the bengals if not another team Mm-hmm. Mm. More of a re- like, more of a rebuild is definitely what they need over there. Yeah, I they they have some. I mean, what I will say about the Bengals is they have some good wide receivers, but the O line never gives any of them time to get open. Yeah. So fortunately, they win contested catches more often than not. But like, mm. there's so many tight window throws, so many fifty-fifty yeah. passes. I mean, quarterback was a huge problem for them. Oh, and they the have, biggest problem. They have solved yeah. that problem, I think. So that's really positive. But the... and, like, if I was a Bengals fan, I'd be happy that for once things are trending in an upwards direction, even if it is 
slow. <laughs> couple of couple of studs on the defense. I think Sam Hubbard's mm-hmm. great. I think Jesse Bates is great. Yeah. yeah. But the holes as well. Yeah. I mean, equally, would they? I mean, especially in this game, I don't think they've been fantastic in the first two weeks. But especially in this game, the Eagles' O line is just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, yeah well, and that secondary as well. Yeah, it's, it is. Swiss it's, cheese. Yeah, Swiss cheese. Yeah, it's. <laughs> For the Eagles especially, you can see Carson Wentz is used to having the best O-line in the league, or at least what, like the top three. Like That's what he's had in the first three seasons yeah. of his career. It's like trying to dish up soup with a spaghetti strainer. Precisely. It's, yeah. I, I can... I think a lot of Wentz's bad play is on him, but I think some of it is down to being running for his life in the pocket. Yeah. I mean, it's not like some of the Eagles players I like. I don't like Zach Ertz as a human being because, I mean, watching All or Nothing, I liked him more and, you know, his wife's great and props to him for not being threatened by a competitive woman. That's great. But, you know, you headbutted a guy uh, and you headbutted one of my players and I will hate you forever. But but he is talented. Yeah. And then um, Graham, what's his name? Officially blacklisted by the pod. Yes, blacklisted. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Zachert, I like him. Never coming on the pod. I don't care how much he begs. <laughs> yeah. How much he pleads, he is not welcome on stiff upper lip. Julie. Julie. Ju- oh, Julie. Julie Ertz. Any day of the week, love. Any t- <laughs> any time of day or night, I will I will speak to you yeah. about football. Can we, yeah, can American we draw or up a, a list of players that are never allowed on this podcast? Tariq Hill. Yeah. Antonio I mean, Brown. Um, but yeah, Brandon Graham of the Eagles, I also think is good. Yeah. And I like him. And Brandon Brooks as well, the two yeah. Brandons. But that's about where the positives end. Yeah. Miles Sanders also hasn't been very good. <laughs> no. They're not one of the better birds. I mean, of not, all the bird teams. Which is a shame. They're one of the worst birds. The eagle as a bird is a oh, yeah. majestic creature. Majestic mm-hmm. bird. I think it's a shame they have to be associated with the city of Philadelphia in this team. <laughs> The, I mean, the, the top best, of the bird sort of tree. The top of the bird tree in terms of teams is the seahawks, but that bird doesn't exist. No. Yeah. Real birds is probably the cardinals, but. Yeah. But maybe that's what it is. That, best bird, worst team. Worst bird, uh, on account that it doesn't exist. Best team. Yeah. The cooler your kind of, you know. Team name, the worse you are. Yeah. Because, like, the Packers are doing really well, and what the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. Viking. Giants, very menacing. Sadly, though, yeah. not doing well. Equally, the Bears, the Bears. mediocrely offensive. And could be cuddly. Could be cuddly, though. Could be could be aggressive. We don't know. Hence why middle of the road. I was looking at some Bears jerseys earlier. I was trying to think like beautiful? what if I got like a jersey, what I'd want it to be because I don't want it to be a Giants jersey. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! If you got, if you, so if you win our predictions this year, you are not going to get a jersey of your team. You're going to get I'll one of mine. Make it. I'll probably get one that looks better. Okay. What uh, player would you get which... if you got a Bears jersey? Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to be quick then, because I don't think it's gonna be on the roster much longer. Why? <laughs> why are you not getting number two? that's true but i've looked into it i've looked into it okay 
I tried. Oh. Remember last year at the Super Bowl party where we had like prizes? Yeah. I tried to make one of the prizes a donkey jersey, but it's very hard to find and they're pricey. I found a Syracuse I mean, one, I... like a Syracuse in orange from his college days. If that I... would have been available as a prize and yeah. I wouldn't have won it, I would have thrown fucking hissy fit. <laughs> I, I'm going to look again and for this Super Bowl and see if it's a, a prize option. Okay. But we're gonna we're probably not gonna have a super Daniel party Jones, like Jones. together, so I'll have to like post out people's prizes. I'll, I'll get prizes. a Daniel Jones jersey and just kind of duct tape over the name. <laughs> 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 like people do with their A B jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> Seahawks Cowboys. This was let Russ cook. I am feeling so vindicated about my Seahawks. <laughs> so I picked the Seahawks as Super Bowl contenders for this year and Edward laughed me out of the room and then I ranked them pretty highly on our first power ranking and Edward also laughed me out of the room and now I'm feeling fairly vindicated. Did you rank the Seahawks 20th on your power rankings preseason? Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And I you was... ranked the Vikings 6th. Yes. I was very low on the Seahawks. me. I'm not as high on the Seahawks as everyone else is because I think, and I'm sure, I'm sure you'll both agree with this to some point, it's two once-in-a-generation talents, one on the offense, one on the defense. You know, Russ Wilson and Bobby Wagner kind of managing to paper over what are a couple of deep deficiencies in the team, but they are certainly performing to a high level Mm. right now so i put the seahawks ninth in our original power ranking that seems about right i like i do get what you're saying but i think that with their a combination of their schedule and their division i feel like they're in with a really good shout and i don't think that i mean honestly i I want the seahawks to be worse than they are right now because i feel like (laughs) I, I feel like they shouldn't be as good as they are, bearing in mind their O-line and their D-line aren't very good. And it feels like every week they manage to outscore teams. Like, you know how... I mean, yeah. They've not had a good pass rush all no. three weeks. You know how last year, like, every game was close by nature of the Seahawks? Like, they didn't give up a lot of points, but they also didn't score a lot of points. Whereas now they're scoring a lot of points, but also giving up a lot of points. And it's just more of the same. Like Every game's like one TD either way. I mean, I think that however that will play out in terms of their season as a whole, they're my favourite team to watch at the minute. What off, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Just Russell Wilson like as a deep passer. I've not seen a finer one since Peyton Manning. Yeah. And in, in, certainly in terms of his... The, the ability of his, like, touch to, like, drop it in the bucket. Oh, so many, like, where it has to be pitch perfect, and it always is. It just kind of slots in. Yeah. Because, like... Like, him and Tyler Lockett this past mm-hmm. three, three weeks have been... Besides, like, your, like, your criticism about they're always one touchdown away from losing, that can be said about a lot of teams. Yeah. You know, that could be said about, like, the Bears. That could be said about the Steelers. The Steelers have 
only won one game by more than a touchdown, and it was the Giants, which they won by a field goal and a touchdown. I mean, let's not group the Bears in with this. I mean, let me use a different statistic then. Over the past two games, they've conceded more than 800 yards and won both games. That's when you say, that can't last. Yeah, I guess it's only as sustainable as... It's only as sustainable as your schedule allows it to be. Yeah. And I think theirs has a little give. Yeah. He's never missed a career game, so I think that we can sort of safely say that Russ Wilson's a very durable guy, but mm. what if the unthinkable happens and he goes down in week five with like a high ankle sprain? Well, yeah, but then you could do you could play that what if with every single team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw Dalvin limp off the field well, yeah. at Titans. What do you think about that? Um, it made me so scared. Yeah. Because... <laughs> He is the offense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, okay. Um, Cardinals Lions the last one, I think. Packers. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I try and emit them from my brain as Packers, much as possible. And, yeah. Cardinals Lions, what an upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Lions do tend to have like a couple of upsets every year. But they yeah. just randomly somehow get it together enough to beat a team that you don't think they will. It's never in our division no they consistently lose to the divisional team yeah but... <laughs> outside of that <laughs> they do they do just have like a couple games every year where you're like oh my god are they getting organized and then mm-hmm. next week you're like oh no sorry my it, mistake it was this fixture last year that handed detroit their like really really sort of interesting draw against the cardinals like mm. i'm not sure if it's because matt patricia's such a conservative like he sets his defense out so conservatively, like oftentimes it's like a three man rush. There's like no real pressure on the QB and they sit back. That's the exact kind of thing where you'd think Kyler Murray, if you only rush three guys against Kyler Murray, he's going to destroy that defense. But he just kind of didn't. No. Like he yeah. threw three Red picks. Off. It's like he wasn't aware. Like someone forgot to say, by the way, there's only three of them on you today. Which, which means there are eight guys <laughs> in the backfield. Yeah. Now, where would you like to throw it, Kyler? I still think Murray's good. still think the Lions are bad. There's no kind of doubt about his pedigree or his mm-hmm. chops, as it ha- were. Have you seen his touchdown run where he essentially jukes Jeff Okuda out of his shoes? Because that is... <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> Like, only in the past few years have we seen QBs doing that. Yeah. I can't remember which pick it was that he threw, but it was one where it looked like he just couldn't see the lines back. And uh, (laughs) it was just on Twitter. uh, And people were making fun of him for being short. Ego, that he just couldn't see it, like a back coming into like space (laughs) in his route. (laughs) He's only like five foot eight. Yeah, he's Can you imagine he's, an NFL quarterback at five foot eight? Well he's that's exactly my height. Exactly. So to a degree, it's it's difficult to think of a, a quarterback that high because part Actually, of it he's is Gardner Minshew really small. He's not. I think he's taller than um Murray. Kirk the whole has point, a teeny head. Yeah, Kirk does have a teeny head. <laughs> like if you when you see it, when you see how teeny his head is in the helmet, you can't unsee it. But like a lot of a lot of O linemen are like six five, six seven. Yeah. And it's like he's he either has to see through them or create lanes to throw the ball. And I think that sometimes that's asking a lot of guys. But again, R- Russ Wilson's only six foot tall, which is not much bigger than five eight. Well, yeah. Drew Brees is only six. So foot you're tall. not that much smaller than Russ Wilson. 
No. I'm also, I found this out, I'm older than Dalvin Cook. Ooh, don't go down <laughs> that rabbit hole. It'll... No, I know. It'll end in pain. Yeah. Did you know that Sam Donald is younger than Joe Burrow? Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, because of when they declared for the draft. Joe Burrow looks like he was picked off like a grade school. Like, um, you guys might have heard of Garrett Bowles, the uh, Denver off tackle. Did you know that he was twenty five when he was drafted? Wow. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah, it's, that's older for a quarterback. He well, he's not a quarterback, is he? He's a well, lineman. He? Oh, no idea. <laughs> you said you might have heard of him Garrett Bowles, I yeah, he's not. the guy who gave away all those penalties in that game, the Detroit game, sorry, the Denver game you watched <laughs> oh. um, Okay, and should we go finally to Packers Saints? Yes Drew when Brees, man Put Drew Brees in the ground <laughs> I think, oh. I mean, can he throw over 34 yards anymore? He, he can't throw, he can barely throw over He can 15. barely make 20 <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't feel good as a Saints fan. Yeah. Not in the long term. No. Unless, yeah, unless you had some sort of plan going forward, which it doesn't. It doesn't seem like they do. Well, I mean, they they have Jameis sat there on the bench. That's not a plan I'd, going I'd, forward. I'd, I'd slim. I'd put Jameis in like week four or five. Ah, uh, I don't know. Or do you think they're wanting to give him like a a season to end on? I th- yeah, I think it maybe. you know you know what funerals are like in New Orleans when they're like <laughs> <laughs> they're going to give Drew Brees sort of New Orleans New Orleans funeral and they're going to go like seven and nine. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's earned that. I reckon yeah. they might just do what they what the uh, that barn dancing group did to my granddad, just buy him a cake and tell him he's leaving. <laughs> 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 yeah, my my granddad pissed off a like square dancing folk group to the point that everybody in the group told the leader that they were all gonna quit if they didn't ask my granddad to leave. And so what the guy running it decided to do was just buy a cake and then at the end of one of the sessions just say, Oh, very, very sad news this week, guys. Uh Stephen's leaving us. And my granddad just went, I am <laughs> All right, <laughs> just went along with it, and that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, they're gonna wait till the That's far point. more. I was throwing a party. Than, yeah, far more forward than I assume anyone in a like square dancing group would be. He pushed them to their limits. Yeah, he called them fat for <laughs> weeks before that happened. When Emma was, when he first met me, he described me as sturdy, like a shed. <laughs> <laughs> He, oh, uh, he Aaron was... Jones was good in this game. Oh yeah, that's that's the end of the football, guys. Yeah. You can chat amongst yourselves. I mean, just like to give no. you some more background on my granddad. Before, don't judge the square dancing group. He was fired from Samaritans for telling people Ooh. to pull themselves together. Yeah, for telling suicidal <laughs> people to get a grip. Okay, I'm gonna go make Tina okay. as best I can. Dude, you've got one leg. What are you making? Well, I've got an office chair, so I just kind of put my bad leg on that and wheel around. Roll about, okay. Yeah, that's great. What um, what are you making? Uh, A sausage ragu. (laughs) Ragu? Wow. I've got yeah. Hannah's done all the mise en place. Oh my god, things are getting so fucking swanky in Chesterfield. (laughs) She's not like finished chopping for the like 
bolognese no 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 in sam's house <laughs> they've completed mise en place with the sausage ragu <laughs> we keep it classic is it with pasta yeah well i've got some like fancy like rigatoni oh. that i paid too much money for well it's Holy like bronze side and like from like fancy flour we're having bangers and mash oh bangers and mash yeah it's the best comfort food Oh, I'm a big you. fan of really like is. sausage mash and beans. I hate beans. You hate beans. I hate like baked beans. beans. Yeah, I get to this point in every friendship with a, with a, I have with somebody where they realise I hate beans and then question whether they like me or not. Have you ever? Are you sure you've just not tried the right beans? I've had Heinz beans. If I was going to like baked beans, What's I feel like it would like be about them. They're like little cushions of covered in skin. Have it's you like ever okay. little mushy cushions and then they've got skin on the outside and then they've got this like shitty sauce that's like not tomato sauce. It's it's like trying to be but it's like, not quite. Have you ever had more like kind of European or like South American beans? Mm, I'm I'm not a beans or pulses person. So okay. I don't like get, peas either. You get some beans. You stick some like Maybe you can do it with water, but you can also do it with like some decent stock. Like maybe some like leeks or onions, maybe some like charred onions, and then some like garlic and some like maybe a ham hock. Oh god, how much time do you And then you got? like simmer it. Yeah. So Ed's mum brought him lunch yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what? That sounds way more like did our laundry than I meant it to. She came over to in like go for a socially distant. No, not me, because I don't like beans. That's the, that's that was the segue <laughs> in. Um, she came over to go for a walk with him distantly, and they had made lunch, and she had leftovers, and thought he would like it, and it was butter beans with salsa verde. Oh, that sounds amazing. I know, and I love salsa verde, but I, I, I can't be doing with beans. I can't even eat kidney beans in a chili. I just, ugh, like, just the texture is, it, is, is it all wrong. The it's skins that you don't enjoy. Yeah, it's all the texture of it. It's nothing to do with the flavour. It's just... Do it's... you like, like, rice pudding? Yes, I love rice pudding. Okay. Bit of a weird one, but I feel like... <laughs> don't tell me to put beans... beans. Mm. Might be the beans for you. So I ha- yeah, refried beans is fine. Because that's the textures... so close to regular beans. No, it's not because the skin is gone. Is it considered de-skinning your beans? I've not got that kind of time. You're gonna sit there and like I what? Think we all like, have that kind of if, if you de-skin, if you de-skinned a kidney bean, what would you be left with? No, but I just I feel like, like you're splitting would... hairs. Then. Well, what would be the point? <laughs> Splitting beans, as it were. <laughs> no, it's not my. Yeah, I'll make. Maybe I should, I'll. I'll make you like when the world is normal again, and I can make you some food. I'll oh, make you some beans. Yeah. I'll, I'll make you a tiny little pot of beans just for a little taste. We'll do like a dinner, and one of the side dishes will be like your best interpretation of beans. Yeah, I will. If I will Emma's gonna like beans. beans, she'll like these yeah. beans. Yeah. Okay. I'll t- I'll. I can make you. I'll eat a bean for you. The beans I'm gonna make you. 